This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue with a series called How God Turns Setbacks into Comebacks. We're so glad that you've joined us today. Now, if you know someone who needs some encouragement right now, be sure to invite them with a text or a phone call to listen along with you. But first, studies have shown the more grateful a person is, the happier they are. But it's not always easy to be thankful. That's why Pastor Rick developed the power of gratitude. It's a special interactive Bible study to help you grow your gratitude. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com while you listen to today's message. If you want, you can just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004 for more information. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick with the final part of a message called, When You've Had a Business Setback. You know, I remember when I started Saddleback Church, almost 40 years ago, and I'm living in Texas, and God says to me as a young seminarian going to seminary, I I want you to move to Southern California and start a church in a place you've never seen with no money and no members, no building and no salary and no support, and you've never been a pastor. Hmm, sounds like a plan for failure. But I'm so glad that I said, okay, because you say so, Lord, How would history be different if I had not said, because you say so, Lord? I'm not a pro at this. I'm not the pastor type. I'm not a church planner type. No, but but because you say so, Lord, I'll do it. Now, finally, I want you to notice the fourth thing that has to do with the comeback in your business when you've had a setback. First, I give Jesus complete access to my business, my work, my job. I get him in the boat. That's not salvation. You've given God your life, but have you given him your job, your career? Number two, I admit that my efforts aren't working. It's not working, Lord. I plan to be a lot further along than I am by now, and it's not working. Third, I give, I I, I do whatever Jesus tells me to do, because you say so, Lord. And where is that? It's all right here in the word of God. You spend time in here. This is the because you say so book. Now, finally, write this down. Here's the fourth way to turn a setback in your business into a comeback. Expect Jesus to turn things around. This is the faith factor. Expect Jesus to turn things around. Now, follow me on the logic of this. If God tells you to go fishing and God comes along with you in the boat and God points out where to let down your nets, do you think, you're gonna come up empty. I don't think so. Really? I imagine at this point, Peter is quivering with anticipation. He's going, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. And all of the fear and the fatigue and the frustration he's felt from the night before, it's just passed away. He's going, this is gonna be good. I've got Jesus in the boat. He's telling me where to fish. He's saying let down. He's not afraid of failing. He's not afraid of launching in the deep. He's not afraid of taking risks. Why? Because he's got God's presence in his job, in his boat, in his livelihood. God's plan in his mind, God's promise in his heart. There's no way he's not going to succeed. No way. God told him to do it because you say so. He's full of faith. Now, follow me on this. 
If God can control the forces of nature, obviously he can because he created nature. If God created all the fish in the world and he created all the fish that were in that lake in the Sea of Galilee, he can command them to all come over here to one spot right now. And I, I can just imagine him saying, all you little fishies out there, I want you to swim over to this spot. All right, guys, let down your net. I just told them all to come right here. He can get you what you need. He can take care of you, but you got to do it his way. Now, he can do it overnight. He can do it in 10 minutes. After all the delays and the difficulties and the dead ends you've been through, he can do it quickly. Notice the results, Luke chapter 5. When they had done so, when they had done what? Given Jesus control, admitted their plans weren't working, doing whatever Jesus told them to do, expecting results. When they had done those things, notice, you need a new perspective on your work. This is the starting point from turning a setback into comeback. You need to realize, I don't work for the company. I work for Jesus. I'm a missionary. First and foremost, I'm seeking his kingdom. Jesus is in my boat and I've given him permission to use my job as a platform for whatever he wants to say. Then they caught such a large number of fish, their nets began to break. They couldn't handle the blessing. They had to signal their partners to come over and help them, and they filled both boats so full they began to sink, more blessing than they could handle. They had to share it in order to not go under. You know, I've seen this personally in my own life. God has blessed me so much, I've had to share it with so many, many other people. God is looking for people to bless. It's not like God doesn't want to bless people. He's looking for people. And he'll bless your socks off if you'll do these four things. Right now, God's looking for people to show his power through. And what he wants to do is show the world that he is God. That's when God gets all the glory. Now, notice Peter's reaction, verse 8 and 9. Notice there on your outline. When Simon Peter saw this, the miracle of these fish. He fell at Jesus' knees and said, go away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. Remember, he's not a disciple, follower of Christ yet. He's just a fisherman. He's a businessman. Go away from me, Lord. I, I, you're perfect. I, I, don't, I don't even need to be in your presence. In other words, you're God. There's no way I deserve this kind of blessing. For he and all his companions, they're astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee. That's Simon's business partners. Now, now friends, this miracle is the turning point in the lives of these four men. Peter, James, John, and Andrew. And Jesus, here's the real lesson. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. Of course, Simon's scared to death because he's just seen God do an amazing thing right in front of him. He says, from now on, you're going to catch men. You're going to be a fisher of men. What in the world does that mean? Let me stop right here. This miracle is not really about money or possessions or financial success or success in your business. It's about finding God's purpose for your life. And it's not about keeping a whole bunch of fish for yourself. It's about the kingdom of God. Jesus is getting ready to call these guys to follow him 100%. But... He does this miracle, and he says he's going to say, I want you for 100%, and you can trust me that I'll take care of you. I'm going to teach you how to take charge in the world. I'm going to teach you how to be used by God to change lives and change companies and change businesses and change homes and communities. I'm going to teach you to mobilize 
how to fish for men. What is Jesus doing? He's getting ready to enlist these four guys in his peace plan. He's saying, uh, let me show you what I can do if you'll put me first. Let me just show you. I can take care of all your financial needs if you just put me first. And don't be afraid. From now on, you're going to catch men. You're going to fish for men. And when Jesus called his disciples, I want you to notice that he didn't call teenagers he didn't call children. He called grown men and grown women, professional business people, to leave their jobs and follow him. The Bible says that after this miraculous catch, which they had to have two boats come over and they filled up both boats, and four guys were involved, Jesus says to Simon Peter and to everybody else, don't be afraid, from now on you're gonna catch men. And it says this, they pulled up their boats onto the shore and they left everything, circle that, and they followed Jesus. Do you see what happens? They leave all those stinking fish right there in the boat. Did you notice that? They didn't even clean them. The Bible says they're not thinking, wow, good night. We got enough fish here to set us up for the next several years. It's an incredible catch. We're, we're in the money now. What, what do they do? They walk away from this miracle. They leave the fish in the boats and start following Jesus. Now, this is the big point I want you to get. When you want to move from a setback to a comeback, they're willing to follow Jesus and leave the blessing behind because they were more interested in the blesser than the blessing. Are you? Are you more interested in God blessing you or are you more interested in following the blesser? Are you just going around all the time praying, God, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me, you know what? They were going to forget that blessing. It wasn't going to last forever. Because, but if they follow the guy who did it, if that guy can do this, I'm following him because if I stay close to him, there's plenty more where that came from. I don't need this one blessing in my life if I'm walking next to the blesser. I can walk away from the biggest catch in my life, the biggest uh, a business deal in my life. I can walk away from stock options. I can walk away from an enormous deal. I can walk away from an incredible salary. I can walk away from benefits because if I'm walking next to the blesser, there's plenty more where that came from. Too often we're more interested in the blessing than the blesser, but they knew following Christ was a secret to everything else. Now, let me just get real personal. I believe that today, right now. God is calling some of you right now to leave your nets and follow Jesus. You may have been a Christian for a long time, or maybe you're just meeting him today. Again, God called grown men and grown women to leave their jobs and follow Christ full time in service. And God is calling some of you to do that right now. And you're going to walk away from a great salary and benefits. And you're going to walk away from generous pension. And you're going to walk away from enormous stock options. And you're going to come work for a ministry or a church uh, for a pittance of that price that you could have made somewhere else. Maybe here in your own church, right here at Saddleback Church. Why? Because you say so, Lord. You know, on the staff of Saddleback Church, we've got at least, I don't know, maybe a six, seven uh, uh, people who were CEOs who left their nets and took great pay cuts to come and serve. And they were all working for major companies, some billion dollar plus companies. 
and they left their nets to follow Christ. Now you think Peter and John and Andrew, okay, uh, and his brother, okay, James, do you think that they ever regretted that decision to leave their nets, stop being fishermen, and to follow Christ? No, they're never going to regret that for all of eternity. Do you think God was smiling when they made that decision? I think so. Do you think that that's what God may be calling you to do? I don't know. But I'm telling you this. There are more of you being called than you realize. And it's calling some of you to leave your comfort zone and to leave your nets. Just like I left my nets, you know, 38 years ago to launch out into the deep. Others of you, God is saying to you, no, I don't want you to leave your job. But I definitely want to start using it as a platform. Can I use your boat? I'm going to use your boat, and no longer does your job belong to you. It's not your job anymore. It's not your source of income. I am your source of income, God says. I'm going to use your boat to preach the gospel, to use your job as a platform. And I want you to take these four steps so I can bless you. And I want you to give me your job and give me your career. And you're going to be a missionary in disguise as a teacher or a carpenter or whatever you do. And I want you to do whatever I tell you to do. And just say, because you say so. And then I want you to expect that because I'm in the boat and I'm telling you where to drop your nets, as I promised, that setback is going to become a comeback. Would you bow your heads with me in prayer right now? I want to pray with you and I want to pray for you. First, I want you to pray this prayer in your heart. Lord, I fished all night and caught nothing. And you know it. I've had a setback or many setbacks or one after another, but I want to follow you. I want to leave my nets and follow you completely. So Lord, I'm committing my job, my career, my work, my business to you. It's yours. It's not mine anymore. It's yours. It's your career. And I will be your missionary in this area, a marketplace missionary. And I give you complete access to my life and my job, and marriage, and friendships, and bank account. It's all yours. Get in the boat, please. Can you say that to Jesus right now? Maybe say, you know, Lord, sometimes I've been prideful, and sometimes I've been stubborn, and sometimes I've been fearful, but I admit my way isn't working. What I need to do is trust you. And Lord, all the ways I've been trying to turn this setback into comeback haven't worked. And there are things that I thought were too expensive or I couldn't afford it, wasn't popular, but I'm going to trust you and I'm going to do what you tell me to do and I'm going to expect you to turn things around. I give it all to you. And I don't want to be concerned about the blessing. I just want to be close to the blesser. So I'm asking you to accept me into your family, your home, and your life, and I want to follow you from this day forward. In your name I pray. Amen. You know, if you prayed that prayer, this is a starting point of a comeback. The greatest comeback in your life because you're giving it all to Christ. God bless you. I love you so much. Hi, this is Pastor Rick. If you just prayed to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, congratulations. You're now my brother or sister in the Lord. And you need to tell somebody, and why don't you tell me? Write to me, 
rick at pastorrick.com. Just email me, rick at pastorrick.com, and tell me your story. I would love to read it. And by the way, I'll send you some free material to help you start in your new journey with the Lord. God bless you. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If this message has encouraged you or if God put someone on your mind that needs to hear it, would you share it? You'll be so glad you did. And be sure to let them know that Pastor Rick has a free daily email devotional at PastorRick.com. Rick will be right back in just a moment, but first... Experts have discovered that an attitude of gratitude bolsters your health and happiness. So how do you practice daily gratitude, even when life is tough? Here's Rick to tell you about a Bible study he's developed to help you practice daily gratitude. One of the things that God wants us to do, and he says it over and over in Scripture, is to practice gratitude. Did you know that gratitude is good for us? The Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You want to know what God's will is for you right now? It is that you learn gratitude in all circumstances. There's always something you can be thankful for. In fact, I've discovered, and I've read many reports, that experts have told us that gratitude is the healthiest human emotion. Did you know that gratitude makes you more resistant to stress? Did you know that gratitude makes you less susceptible to illness? Did you know that gratitude increases your overall happiness and satisfaction? That gratitude gives your life more meaning and significance? I don't know if you've ever noticed that the more grateful a person is, the happier they are. That's the power of gratitude. So I want you to live with the attitude of gratitude, the attitude of thankfulness. Now, I've put together a brand new Bible study called The Power of Gratitude. And in it, you'll find scriptures and teaching and exercises that'll help you develop the habit, cultivate the habit of gratitude. You'll discover how to stay in God's will, how to defeat discouragement, how to conquer complaining, how to reduce stress, and how to experience God's blessing through gratitude. Friends, I want to help you develop a deep and a profound attitude of gratitude. The world is craving people like this, and you will be able to experience all that God has for you. So today, when you partner with me by giving a gift, a financial gift to Daily Hope, to help us take the certain hope of Jesus to people all around the world, I'm going to have my team send you the power of gratitude Bible study. I just want to say thanks to you. I want to be grateful for you. You know, your support is essential for us taking the daily hope message of Jesus all around the world. So do that today. Send us a gift and let me send you a gift and you'll be grateful and so will we. God bless you. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.